Happy to be back here with you in the Brotherhood Studios. You're listening to another episode of the Brand of the of the Brandenburg Show. <laughs> that brother's name is Brother Brandenburg. <laughs> I I, I meant <laughs> yes. I'm, it's it's your show now, bro. Take over. Take over, bro. Hey man, welcome to the Brandenburg Show. That brother's name is Vincent Mary Carrasco. How you doing, ladies and gentlemen? That brother's name is Brother Brandenburg, as you already know. <laughs> Yes, uh, thank you for tuning in to The Brother. Yeah, thanks for tuning in, guys. This is another episode. Uh, ordinary Conversations with Two Ordinary Capuchin Brothers. So, yeah, let's do this, bro. <laughs> it's a Brandon Bird. Here we are, beautiful spring day. Yeah, beautiful spring day. Beautiful spring day. So here in... Uh, How's Denver, man? Here in Denver, we just well, we just survived Snowmageddon. It was the the fourth highest snow total in the history of Denver, Colorado. It was last Sunday. Yeah, we got like a foot and a half, I think, and then all kinds of moisture. Now we're having a melt again where all the snow is melting because it's beautiful and sunny outside. Yeah. But uh, yeah, and today is the feast, the memorial of St. Patrick of Ireland. St. Patrick of Ireland. Ireland. Yes. I Ireland. Yeah, great guy. How's it going there in how's it going there in San well, Antonio? Like speaking of St. Patrick's Day and like greenness and stuff, San Antonio's really good, you know. It's really cool to see because like the greenness is starting to flourish and really come out, you know. So like it's 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 cool. Just Saturday, bro, the trees were like had bare, like nothing. They were gone, like dead, brown, nothing. And then you know, you start to see slowly, like Sunday, Monday, yesterday, uh, like the leaves start coming out. So it's cool to, you know, see leaves and grass and, you know, flourishing on St. Patrick's Day. Yeah. So it's, yeah. it's cool. But yeah, everything's good, man. Life Brothers are good. The community's alive and well. I'm just, I was sick, bro, for like the last like uh, day and a half, maybe yesterday and the day okay. before, like... I had some cold sweats and a little, um, little, yeah, like fever. But other than that, uh, okay. feeling pretty good, you know. You know how it is, you know, but I'm good now. So you wake up and it's like, all right, let's go. Let's get the show on the road. Got things to do. Got people That's to right. preach to. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's a new day. That's right. It's a new day. So, Amen. Are you wearing green today, bro? I'm yeah. wearing green. I'm a green shirt on. You got your green on? I got just a little bit okay, on this okay, one good. patch. It's got some army green right, nice, on it. Nice. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> I made some green chili turkey enchiladas for lunch today, so they were oh. green. And then I made some rice, and I put peas and green olives in with the rice because it's green. Yeah. <laughs> to celebrate. Hi, St. Patrick. Saint- yeah, so I have a green marker. I'll use that. That'll be better than the orange marker. Perfect. So, yeah. What do you know about uh, St. Patrick, bro? I don't, I don't know too much about St. Patrick anyway. Like, I, I'm not too familiar with his life. I'm going to have to read up on that, but, yeah. Yeah, I heard a cool story this morning, actually, from uh, Father John Tepfer on our Good Morning, Good People oh, he, show. Okay. 
Yeah. So to our listeners, if you don't know us Capuchin Franciscans very well yet, if you go to our province YouTube page, uh, St. Conrad's Capuchin Province on YouTube, you can sign up or watch the Good Morning Good People. It's just a few minutes every morning. Nice little information. But Father John this morning had a story of St. Patrick where he was in Ireland and there was like a pagan uh, ruler and he had his pagan priests and they had banned all fires. Uh, but it was actually Holy Saturday, like the Easter vigil. So instead of like not making a fire, St. Patrick made like the biggest fire he could possibly find. Yeah. And of course, the, the pagan ruler and the pagan priest saw it. And then he came the next day uh, with his deacon uh, carrying the book of the Gospels, and he preached the gospel of Jesus Christ to him. Wow. And converted him from his pagan ways. Yeah. Dang. He's got some cool stories, man. He uh, He's a good that's good cool. fellow. And apparently that's also when the uh, the story of the of him preaching with the Shamrock. Oh, yeah, to, to, to get he the went, Trinity across, right? The Holy Trinity. Yeah, he went to uh, preach to this pagan ruler, and they read the gospel, and then he was preaching to him, and he picked a shamrock from his garden and explained the Trinity to him. So, I wonder if St. Patrick had an Irish accent. <laughs> well, apparently he was actually uh, English. He was either from England or Wales or Scotland, then he was like sent to Ireland actually as a slave. But then he got set free, and then he became a priest, and he went back to preach because he knew how much the people needed him. Know what he said when he broke free? Freedom! I can brave art. That's like the best scene ever, right? Yeah. yeah. Freedom! Freedom! <laughs> right on, man. So, yeah, so we got St. Patrick's yeah. Day. We got green in the air. We got grass. No leprechauns yeah. yet. I haven't seen any of those guys. No. <laughs> no. What what is a leprechaun, <laughs> brother Vinny? Uh, that's a good question, bro. In case anyone doesn't Yeah, that's know. a good question. Yeah, so I actually looked that up before the uh-huh. show. And yep. uh so this is what this is from Wikipedia and I thought like this is kinda cool. I didn't know this about leprechauns. Um so a leprechaun, it says, is a diminutive supernatural being in in irish folklore uh and it says classed by some as a type of solitary fairy they are usually depicted as little bearded men we know all about that who are wearing a coat and a hat and who partake in mischief in later times they have been depicted as shoemakers all hey we know about that too um shoemakers who have hidden a pot of gold at the end of the rainbow so it's like Irish mythology. Mm. But mm-hmm. uh my favorite part is two things that they're diminutive supernatural beings. Okay. Uh and that they partake in mischief. Mm. Like feeling a little mis- mischievous. mischievous. Today? I don't know. No, but it's crazy because like <laughs> diminutive as we what we what 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 you say that was like small right, like yeah, just these super like small, a unusually, unusually small, small yeah. um, bearded guys, mischievous, yeah, tiny little creatures with big beards. <laughs> uh, is there anything better? You know, like um, yeah, I don't know. It's just crazy. Like thinking about uh, 
So you know what your uh, what color the beard of a stereotypical leprechaun is? Well, the picture is? has a red one, so it's a red red beard. Red. Uh, mm-hmm. That's right, mm-hmm. Brandenburg. You have the traits you know of. Who's got a red beard? You have the traits of a leprechaun man. <laughs> yes, except I'm not diminutive. I'm. You're I'm, you're I'm a rather large to rather size. large <laughs> rather large creature. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> I do. I do often wear a coat and hat, uh, and I am bearded, <laughs> but I'm not supernatural being. I'm a human. That's right. Being. You're, there's only one supernatural being, as we all That's know. That's right. That's so, right. but the outfit is like awesome, bro. You know, <laughs> you know, the what? outfit of the of the leprechaun. It's like the green oh, outfit suit and tie. Yeah. Like I'm just looking at the picture. It's got like. In the hat. Yeah, the hat, you know, um, the black shoes, black belt, you know. It kind of got the Bay Ruth style pants with socks tucked in, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, he's got nice. a pipe in his mouth right here, this one. Oh, you know? yeah, smoking a little tobacco. So, so, Brother Vinny, have you ever encountered a leprechaun in real life? I have not. i tell you what I have no. encountered, though. So you st- a leper. Oh. Leper, you have. Mm-hmm. I have, yeah, like a leprechaun. Mm-hmm. Not a leprechaun, but a leper. So, Okay. But yeah, but... Where'd you see a leper at? <laughs> Where'd I see a leprechaun? I see one walking around. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> but, well, I mean, it kind of is, it is cool because it kind of reminds me of Francis and the leper, you know? Uh, mm-hmm. Like the leper that he encountered in the port, you know, and we, I mean, that's, that's, that's where I'm going. Like we experience lepers in our lives, like in our ministry. And, um, like if I think of a leper, yeah, I I think Mm -hmm. of, you know, those people who are, uh, small financially, you know, or like small Mm -hmm. spiritually, you know what I mean? Like, um mm-hmm. but yeah but i i think i remember if to put this in i don't know i i remember meeting one time i was in dallas right i remember and uh we were i was with my i was with my pops i was with my dad and uh we he was driving the, the semi truck like delivering potatoes okay. um the great Irish meal, the potato and no, that's <laughs> right. Yes, good tie-in with same. But yeah, actually, yeah, we were we were delivering potatoes, and I was with my dad, you know, and uh, we pull up to the place to deliver, but it was late. It was like ten o'clock at night, you know, so we had to spend the night. This is a Southside Dallas, you know, and uh, so we had to spend the night and wait for the next morning. It was like Sunday night or something, but um, so during the night, uh. We were we were like sleeping, you know, and we hear a, like a knock at the door, like someone banging. It was more mm. like a bang on the on the driver's side mm. door. And so we both got up, like, what is that? You know, what is it? And my dad was like, stay, like, stay here, stay here, stay here. Like, wait, I'm gonna go check. I'm gonna go look, see what it is. So he rolled down the window, mm. and it was this guy who he wanted he he wanted money. He was homeless, you know, and and he. He was like, hey, can I, can I, can I have any money? I just need five dollars. Like, can I have some money? I, I'm hungry. You know, I need some food or whatever. I'm thirsty. And so my dad was like, well, like, I don't have any. I have money, but like, I, I want, 
you to like you know work you know he was trying to help him like work and you know just the value of working or whatever at the time just really quick or whatever so uh so he was like Mm -hmm. well i'll do anything man i'll wash your truck like let me wash the wheels or whatever so he like went somewhere and and came back with like a bucket with like a brush and everything and started washing the wheels of the truck you know and um and I'm and th- and so he's washing the truck and my dad's out there with him like cleaning the tires you know, and um, the whole time I'm inside the truck like ha- like hearing their conversation like they're talking you uh-huh. know and just talking about life and you know, faith and everything. And so after a little while, I I was already up you know I mean after hearing their conversation so I went outside and you know I introduced myself to him you know hey man how you doing what's going on you know this is my dad or whatever and my dad went on the other side of the truck to watch the other side and so and after a while it was just him and i we were talking you know and uh, he was sharing with me that you know he he came from uh the dominican republic and he Mm -hmm. he uh migrated over with his family and his family somehow moved out moved away and he stayed there in dallas and he like lost his his uh wallet and it had everything inside like his passport card Mm. his id like birth certificate everything um and so he was just basically stranded you know in a bad position Wow. so it was crazy man and like he was the same almost the same age as me i think he was a couple years older than me you know but uh I i still remember his name his name was felix you know and uh i remember in that conversation uh like during that conversation uh like in that time of my life i was discerning uh the the priesthoods discerning like ministry you know if i wanted to do that for the rest of my life and i remember him telling me very clearly like after we had met you know when when after we were done cleaning the truck you know and he we gave him some money and and he he was leaving we took a picture and everything and that he wanted to remember nice. us. and he goes he's like hey vince like uh you're gonna you know i want you to know that you're gonna be a great priest one day and like you're gonna you know he just like inspired me man you know to like it, it was like uh-huh. an affirmation to like you know go go on go on with this ministry you know what i mean um and so it was more a moment of him ministering to me man you know what i mean like uh-huh. it was it was really cool and so like after we had that conversation you know we took a picture and then he left and uh i was gonna give him like i forgot i was gonna give him like a tea or something like an arizona tea that i had you know and uh-huh. uh, like i went back to go give it to him and he was gone like i didn't see him again like he it was uh... it was crazy man like he just disappeared so but yeah i always think about that so that's really like my moment i guess of uh mm-hmm. one of the one of many i guess you know of meeting a leper you know not a leprechaun but um like a leper you know mm-hmm. so like he he was he was cool. poor he was small like maybe metaphorically yeah. or like you know figuratively but like he was very rich you know like he, he he mm-hmm. he was very kind very polite you know, yes, sir, no, sir, you know, um, and just really down to earth guy, you know, so, yeah, but that's my leprechaun moment, you know, 
Awesome. Yeah. So you've encountered a leper, but you're still looking for a leper. Yeah, I, I got you. Uh-huh. What that about you, sense. man? Whoa, yeah. <laughs> I know you make hey. the good leprechaun yeah. pies, you know. <laughs> hey. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. No, I've, uh, yeah. So I just, yeah, thinking on the, of course, our, our founder, uh, our patron, St. Francis, is famous for his encounter uh, with an actual uh, leper, someone who, who was cast out from the city and yeah. had a disease. And yeah, it really helped him um, convert uh, to Christ and change his uh, ways and help him see Christ in places where he hadn't seen him before. Mm-hmm. And I, yeah, I've, I've had, I've had some cool experiences like that um, throughout my life. And yeah, sometimes, you know, the people who are diminutive, if you will, who are small, uh, definitely in the eyes of the world, you know, can really have some of the biggest hearts and can really uh, encourage uh, people on their paths. I've had some of those encounters, but actually the one I wanted to share about encountering the leper um is a sort of less uh, hopeful story in that it really didn't end as well. But uh, I was here at the parish uh, this last Wednesday night, and I was in the sacristy after Mass, and we exposed the Blessed Sacrament, and I hear a little, little knock, on the, knock on the door. Yeah, and so it like the back door of the sacristy leads you into this little hallway that has a restroom. And there was a person in there. She was just in there. Or he or she? Yeah, well, she, yeah, he, she, um, she had a hoodie. She was wearing the hood up of the hoodie, and she was trying to hide her eyes uh, from me, like still like trying to talk to me, but trying to hide her face. And I did see part of it, and uh, it was very bruised. She looked like uh, she'd either fallen or gotten in a fight oh. or both. And she was trying to wrap uh paper towels around her hand kind of like a like a mummy or a bandage or something and i did see her hand and it was all swollen like she had an infection Uh, she was in a pretty bad way and she was really tired and seemed like she had been walking for a long time and she wanted a place to rest and i was like well you know you can rest so there's also this room so if you go out the door of the sacristy there's a bathroom on your left and straight ahead is this other room called the Hope Room. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of just like an extra meeting room. And I was like, well, yeah, I could let you in here for a little bit. Um, anyways, but like I knew she couldn't stay there. And so I tried to find a, a shelter. I was like, well, you know, can I take you to a shelter? And at first she had agreed to that. And so I was like, okay, I found one that was open and it had space and it said I could bring her. Um, no problem. No questions asked. I was like, great, this is perfect. <laughs> so we make it to the shelter and then she kind of freaks out on me. Um, and I'll admit the shelter maybe didn't do the best job of like describing the situation. But um, yeah, anyways, uh, she wouldn't go to the shelter and she just kind of got a little upset and then cussed. And then I was like, oh, no, I know what they do at these places. Oh, really? And then she just turned around and walked off. Yeah. And I was like, oh, man. So and she's just walking off, you know, in the middle of Aurora on a Wednesday night in the dark. And I was like, well, 
Christy. So she had told me her name was Christy. Um, Anyway, so I got her back in the car and then we tried to go to her friend's house. But her friend uh, was either had to go to work or wouldn't let her in or something. I did hear their conversation. They talked for about a minute. And then she's like, well, there's one more chance. You know, my there were some apartments that she knew. And so we drove to these apartments and then she just waited for about five minutes. And she's like, no, we can't go here. And I was like, OK. Then we finally tried her dad's place. And I guess her dad just got upset with her. I don't know what's going on in her life. Mm. It was pretty sad, and I was just praying um, for the Holy Spirit to help. And then it was getting late, so I had to come back to the parish. And, you know, all I could do was basically let her go into the night. I didn't have anywhere to take her. I had taken her to a shelter, but she wouldn't go. So it just kind of left with her, like, cussing at me. And by then, I had Father Charles with me, too. And we couldn't let her stay in in the hope room. Um, I don't know where she went, um, but I was reflecting on the situation and like her name is Christy. I don't know how she spells it, but uh, the word Christy in Latin means of Christ. Mm. So like Mater Christi, like mother of Christ or Mater Dei, mother of God. Uh, no, Mater. Um, Lumen Christi, light of right. Christ. So, yeah, that night I was kind of shook up about it. Uh, like I don't handle like confrontation or other people's anger very well. And she was like poor and it was lint and she was asking for shelter. And I just like turned her away. So I was kind of sad. I've been praying for, her. Um, but yeah, just kind of reflecting on like, Oh man, I just rejected like of Christ <laughs> um, and didn't give her a place to stay. And, and I, and I tried, so I have some, I have some solace in that, you know, I offered her a place, but she wouldn't take it. Yeah. So, wow, bro. yeah. So there's a couple different ways, like, you know, like, uh, encountering her poverty, uh, like made me think about my own poverty. Like St. Francis has another saying, like, uh, the only thing that we have to give to God is our sins. Like every good thing comes from the grace of God, not from mm-hmm. us. So only, only the, only the evil things in our life come from us. And that's basically all we have, uh, all that we actually possess for our own. And so like her poverty, like she had nothing, like she had no ID. She had no money. She had no keys. She had no wallet. She had no phone. Like she literally only had like the clothes on her. Mm-hmm. Um, and that wasn't even much either. So just, yeah, I was praying with that experience and yeah, just put me in touch with my own poverty, which is like, spiritually, it's a good thing. It's like, okay, I'm poor. I have nothing to offer to Christ, but it's also like frightening to like stand before Jesus Christ and know that you just, uh, I mean, I didn't like really reject her, but it felt like I rejected her. And um, yeah, so it's a powerful experience and I can really see how St. Francis could be transformed you know by such an encounter with with someone that you're afraid of you know with someone um you know that really puts you in touch with your own poverty Mm, so yeah so that's my experience with christy and my encounter of the leper and here on saint patrick's day encountering the leprechaun in the story of saint patrick and the good old irish legends wow bro damn oh yeah bro first of all like 
you did a lot more than I think most people would. You know what I mean? <laughs> like that takes a lot of yeah. patience, you know. And yeah, to our listeners, like Brandon Berg, you have a lot of patience, man. So I, I like I admire <laughs> I do, you for yeah, that. Like, and I you have a lot that. of patience. Yeah. No, so, thank you, bro. Like that's that's really cool, you know. So Yeah, it and it and yeah, I mean, I, I it wasn't like a total rejection. Like I didn't spit in her face and tell her to leave. Like as soon as I met her, but uh, yeah, just the way that it ended was very unsatisfying. And yeah. I don't know where she went that night. And I know that the single women can be very vulnerable to predators and sexual trafficking. And she was already beat up. And I don't, I don't know what kind of situation. If she was in a bad way, whatever it was, and. Yeah, so hopefully there was a little bit of time, and I've been definitely praying for her. Um, so, yeah, hopefully all that yeah. can, can help her out on her way. Wow, man. I mean, there there is, a, like, a beautiful, like, correlation with, as you're saying, the life of Francis and his encounter with the leopard, like, specifically those feelings, you know, like, those emotions of, like, mm. you know, wanting to do more or, you know, just, like, the demand that that person has you know on you like you know not 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 a like a restricting demand or like a you know where it's like a force but like more of like an interior like man this person is mm -hmm. like i feel this person you know drawing me closer to them you know like to help them and stuff you know but i felt like the story goes in francis you know the story says that um to my knowledge like he was on a on a horse because this is before the brothers before everything you know he was on a horse mm -hmm. traveling and uh he met a man who had leprosy you know welches all over his his body his hands his his face and uh and at this time, Francis struggled a lot with lepers, you know, like he struggled with like uh, just seeing them and like being around them. Like it was uh, something that was, you know, very bitter for him to just see and be around or whatever, you know. Yeah. And word. so Francis, you know, passes this person and like as he sees this person immediately feels drawn to like help this help this person go down, you know, and so. Mm -hmm. Uh, he gets off of his horse, uh, you know, gets off of his horse, approaches this person and hands him the money he has um, and embraces him. Like, and I think some some uh, some uh, writings say that he, he gave him a kiss, hugs him, yeah. you know, different ones. But uh, he embraces the leper and, you know, gives him the money. Uh, and then he turns around and gets back on his horse. Uh, and he says that, I think it's Chilano that writes, like, he he turned around to, like, you know, wave goodbye or, you know, what have you. And, like, the leopard was gone. And so at that moment, Francis realized, like, it was Jesus Christ that he had ministered mm -hmm. to, you know. And some, you know, Chilano writes, you know, Francis uh uh, encounter says that what was bitter what was once bitter has now become sweetness of mind and soul and yeah. body you know but i think that like experience of francis like turning around like that experience like just turning around at the very end of the whole experience shows that like 
there there was something more like he wanted to do more than just embrace him you mm. know what i mean like that's right like he cool. wanted to like uh maybe go back and like interact or like he wanted to like sure what's your name yeah, right. you know what i mean yeah. like <laughs> where are you from so yeah. like that's what i that's what huh. i really love about you know since he saw christ in that person like after he realized that okay like i'm gonna turn around and show more i'm gonna short turn around and do more you know what i mean and like mm-hmm. to connect it with today saint patrick's day you know, uh, there's a beautiful prayer that St. Patrick has. It's called the breastplate prayer. And it's a pretty long prayer, you know, but it's very beautiful, like full of, full of imagery and stuff. And as you're mm-hmm. talking about Christy, like that name, Christ of Christ, you mm-hmm. know, like Christ is, you know, with her and like the Christ is with the leper, mm-hmm. like Christ is a leper, you know. Um, but it reminded me of the prayer that St. Patrick has. And so this is, this is the very, this is the very ending of the breastplate prayer. Um, Mm -hmm. and it says, you know, it's called I arise. And so the very end, it says Christ with me, Christ before me, Christ behind me, Christ in me, Christ beneath me, Christ above me, Christ on my right, Christ on my left, Christ when I lie down, Christ when I sit down. Christ when I arise, Christ in the heart of every man who thinks of me, Christ in the mouth of everyone who speaks of me, Christ in every eye that sees me, Christ in every ear that hears me, I arise today. Through a mighty strength, the invocation of the Trinity, through belief in the threeness, through confession of the oneness, and of the creator of creation. So that sort of like reminds mm-hmm. me of just like Dang. Christ's presence among the leper that we like have encountered and just like, you know what I mean? Like is, um, yeah, I just pulled that up. So really cool, man. Yeah. That's a beautiful prayer. Yeah. I think, uh, I, I think St. Patrick, uh, oftentimes gets, uh, trivialized, you know, with leprechauns and the accent and the shamrocks, but yeah, he was a deep deeply spiritual man and bishop and helped convert you know a whole tribe a whole island a whole nation of people Mm -hmm. so that's really beautiful yeah and definitely like christ is with us like uh christ is with the leper um christ is with the poor person and yeah just you know when we can share those moments you know with somebody in an unexpected uh time in maybe an unexpected way Yeah, I think even that's kind of helping me like examine my own experience, you know, that even though it's sort of ended in a bit of a failure, like, you know, Mm -hmm. Christ within me and just the opportunity to pray for her. And um, yeah, hopefully she at least found a few minutes of rest um, from her stressful days. So Mm -hmm. it's cool, man. Thanks for that. Yeah, that helps. Yeah, bro. Yeah, you did a lot, yeah. man. That's that's because I had a I had an ex, I had an experience, uh, I guess about a month ago now, maybe five or six weeks already, where a guy showed up at the uh-huh. parish on Wednesday night. Wednesday night seems to be the night, uh, and he was he also needed shelter, but uh, so I took him downtown uh, to the Denver rescue uh, Denver rescue mission, mm-hmm. 
and it was like no problem like it took like 10 minutes <laughs> and everything was cool but yeah they Christy, oh yeah she, she so you're like you took about two or three yeah, hours like, man i got this i not... did this last week let me just <laughs> wait right. in the car no Christy, problem, i gotta show you where to go right. <laughs> <laughs> nope so yeah i mean i guess you know and that's the experience of of encountering you know my own poverty my own leper conness that um yeah, like thinking that I have the answers and thinking, you know, that I always can help people, you know, sometimes I can't, some people don't want to be helped yeah. or I don't have the right kind of help that people need. And, you know, that's a real poverty in its own way, but, um, yeah, it's good to experience that and, and lift it up to, to Christ and, you know, ask him to work with it. Mm -hmm. so. Yeah. It can be a little bit frustrating. You know, I feel that where it's like, you know, you're mm -hmm. like, you're making calls and you're like, you know, doing, giving your time and, and like trying to uh -huh. like give resources and provide and, you know, and like that person for whatever reason is hesitant, you know, like I don't want to, you know, mm -hmm. I don't want to do that. Yeah. And as soon as like a shelter comes <laughs> in to play or anything like that, it's like, no, -uh, I'm not going, you know, I'd rather stay by yeah. myself. Like, you know, I had that experience. Yeah one time here downtown like we were doing yeah. it was actually after we finished playing uh i was doing uh worship on the river oh, and yeah. uh, we went to because some of the youth they were like hey we're going to ihop like do you want to come we'll pay and i was like i mean yeah i haven't been to ihop in years like let's go <laughs> you know free pancakes <laughs> and so there was uh this homeless man that was there and so we invited him in you know like come on in let's eat with oh. us you know and so um but he was there and I was with one of the other guys and we were trying to figure out like if he had a place to stay and, you know, and he's, he had just got out of jail or something. Oh, and so we were trying to line him up with a place to stay, you know, and I called Bill at the parish, uh, and like just trying to like, you know, make things work so he could stay, you know, and, uh, but, um, and I called all the shelters and they were all closed and, uh, we were going to let him stay at the parish, but, like, as soon as he found out he was going to be by himself, like, in the dark, like, he, he was like, no, I don't want to, I don't want to stay, you know, I don't want to. And so, for me, it was like, ah, like, come on, man, like, you know, know, like, it is, it's hard, man, it's sad, and, and yeah. at one I was, yeah, it's just like, man, like, uh, yeah, you just try to do everything you can you know um yep and it's still not enough yeah sometimes like that's people, that's yeah. the difficult part i think as ministers like you can't force mm -hmm. like people to accept the the ministry that you give you know what i mean that's the hard part yeah and you can't give everything either right. you know you can only give what you have access to or i mean in some ways like christ is infinite so we sort of have access to like infinity but yeah, when it comes to places to sleep, you know, there's only so yeah. many. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, and, and like that specific cool. instance, it was touching, man. Like it, it was really moving for me because like this kid, he was probably a few years younger than me, you know, probably 23, 24 oh, or wow. something. And uh, he was like, hey, man, like, he's like, can can I stay with you? Like, can I stay with you? Like, he, he wanted, like, to be with somebody, you know? Like, and that, that that's yeah. what really got me, I think, you know? Like, he he just wanted mm -hmm. to be around people, yeah. you know? Uh, like, like, can I stay with you? Can I stay with you? You know? 
And like for me, like that's that's the important part of like ministering to the leper or whoever it is, you know, like even your neighbor, like just even the like elderly or whoever, like like they they really just want to be with, you know, be with somebody mm-hmm. or like some kind of interaction, you know, like when we encounter like homeless and I think like probably 90% of the time, like people are really overjoyed that they're just around people or like that, yeah. you know, they, they tell us like, man, thanks for like recognizing me or like, thanks for yeah. just acknowledging that I'm here and that like, I'm not invisible. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. like, for me, that's the, the main like part of ministry. I think is just, you know, recognizing that, you know, yeah, there's lepers around, but like the leper is still a person, you know what I mean? Um, metaphorically, like, you know, yeah, that's important. Yeah. Yeah. I try and do that too. Uh, even just if somebody is standing at a street corner, like flying a sign, you know, the classic, anything helps, you know? Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I had it just the other day, actually under, I was getting onto I 70 and there was a guy on the corner and anything helps on the sign. And I was like, Hey, how's it going? And so I'm like, my name's Brandon. He's like, Oh, I'm Rick. I was like, hi, Rick. He's like, hi. I'm like, I don't have anything to give you, but I just wanted to say hello. He's like, uh, your sign says anything helps. And he's like, you're right. Everything helps. And he just had a big smile on his face and he just walked away. And I was like, wow. Yeah. Sometimes that's, you know, that's a real, a real poverty, you know, of, of aloneness, which I think we suffer from a lot in our day and in our culture is that we're all hyper connected with social media, but we're all desperately alone in a lot of ways. Yeah, so I agree. Well, let's save that for, we'll another, save show, that for huh? another show, but hey, speaking of <laughs> green and signs and all that, um, we were, yep. we were talking at the dinner table the other night and Luke was telling us that brother Luke was saying that he, there was one sign that he saw like close to the cathedral or whatever. And it said like, anything green helps. <laughs> so that's for yeah. sure. <laughs> and so he's like, apparently he, he's gotten a lot of different things. Like, I don't know, green bandanas and all kinds of green stuff, uh, you know, um, uh-huh. legal to illegal. But anyway, <laughs> yeah, there you go. yeah, those green things aren't illegal here anymore. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, well. Well, awesome, man. How about a how about a shout out? What you got for us, brother Benny? Um, well, shout out to the Irish community. Um, ah, yes. the Irish community. I was actually just reading about uh the Irish community in Syracuse where they back in the 1920s, there's what's called the upside down stoplight because okay. in the 1920s, the uh stoplight you know how it's red on top and green on the bottom normally. Uh, so they had, you know, that setup or whatever. In the 1920s, the Irish community in Syracuse, New York, would throw rocks at the red light because for, because <laughs> for them, red symbolized the British, you know. Uh, and so every time the city would change it, put a new light, whatever, they kept throwing the rocks and putting out the red light <laughs> like just again and again and again finally they switched uh-huh. it so green's on top and red's on the bottom and so supposedly it's the <laughs> only upside down stoplight in the whole country so shout out to the irish community we have a few irish friars in, awesome. the, in the community uh 
my classmate yeah. Brian has Irish roots. Father Simeon Gallagher. Yeah. Um, yeah. So Joseph Patrick. That's Clemens. right. So shout out to them. But yep. Yeah, that's cool. Well, I give a shout out to. Uh, there's a community of sisters there in San Antonio, sisters of the Holy Spirit and Mary Immaculate. Uh-huh. And about ninety percent of them are. Are they from the motherland? Nice. And they still got the brogue, and they still drink tea with every meal. And it's not a meal unless you have a potato with it. So. <laughs> it's very nice. <laughs> That's good. Right? Yes. And it's not real tea unless the water's boiling when you dip the tea bag in. So. <laughs> <laughs> every culture's got their fun little stuff. Right. Yeah. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Well, awesome. we hope you uh, this episode helped you out in your spirituality, your faith, your ministry. Um, and uh, we'll catch you next time. This is the Brotherhood. Thanks for listening. Thank you very much. God bless. Peace. Happy St. Patrick's Peace Day. Peace and all goodness. Happy St. Patrick's Day. Right. Get some of them lucky charms, man. Some people cabbage. <laughs>